Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. I said it a little early today, by the, right by the door, so Alex didn't hear it. He thought I didn't say ka-chow, because I say ka-chow as soon as I come in the door to work every day. Nice. Ka-chow! Traditions are important, Jack. It is. Traditions are important because my kids and I are re-watching the Cars series, starting with the first Cars movie. Ka-chow! That's where that movie, that's where that comes from. Live from Studio C. Season York. Dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. Hey, everybody. Today, midweek, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Oh, boy. I don't feel strongly about anything. Mm. I mean, I lack of strong I, I, I feelings. I freely admit I kind of forgot to, to to prepare one. Um, the Choco Taco that got a lot of attention, didn't it? I'd never heard of in my life. You never heard of? I'd heard of. I'd never seen or eaten one. Alex has eaten many. My kids. Yeah, I wonder my if kids certainly be- knew what it was for some reason. My youngest offspring is 22 at this point in our nation's history, um, and I, I think the Choco Taco is a fairly recent uh, entry to the eating way too much uh, crap that's no good for you derby that is American <laughs> life. Am I correct there? <laughs> I don't. I don't have any idea of that. How long it's been around? Yeah, I don't know. But it's going away, know. right? So, so I understand. Whatever it is, yes. Mm-hmm. 
Although I saw one of your late night guys uh, munching on one last night and lamenting its demise. So, well, uh, we, okay. we we actually have a late night joke off, first one we've had in quite a while, where we've got uh, oh. several of the late night comedians trying to make a joke about the demise of the Choco Taco, and we'll play them all together, and you can judge them. That's always fun. Is it Jack? Is it actually fun? You know, you're I'm, probably I'm, right. I'm looking at the list and seeing that one of the quote-unquote comedians is Trevor Noah. So, technicality, uh, never funny. Maybe. Although, uh, he, is, he probably says comedian on his W-2 form. So, Did you see what football coach Jim Harbaugh announced yesterday? Uh, no. So, I was where he's been in a bit of a controversy there at Michigan. So uh, the, the, there's a news angle to this, not a sports angle to this, if you're mm-hmm. about to turn off your radio because you don't follow sports. I hate sports! Turn it off, honey! Turn it off! <laughs> <laughs> he is the coach of the Michigan football program, but before that he was the coach of the San Francisco 49ers, taking them to a couple Super Bowls, three NFC championships, something like it. Anyway, he's a very famous dude in the world of football. But he goes off to University of Michigan, and then the other day he made some pretty strong statement about uh, showing up to... Uh, a pro-life rally, and of course, you know, a, 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 a faculty member, coach of the of a college, you know, pro-life. What are you talking about? That that's that's a no-go. We only right, have only one one idea is allowed. Yeah, we only have one opinion on the whole abortion thing, and it's not the one you've got. So then he, rather than back down, he, if you know Joe Jim Harbaugh at all, he's not the back down type in any way whatsoever. But even when he should, <laughs> he, yeah, exactly. Even when he should, he's kind of the um, who's uh, who's the guitar player who kills his own meat. He's the Ted Nugent of football coaches, really, <laughs> or the Kid Rock, if you will. The guitar player who kills his own meat. That's perfect. <laughs> Shout out to Terrible Ted. Hope you're doing well, my friend. Jim Harbaugh, coach of the University of Michigan football program yesterday, said he'd raise the baby of any of his University of Michigan football players if they had an unplanned pregnancy and couldn't or didn't want to care for the baby. Wow. (laughs) That's a statement. And you know what? He is so damn stubborn and energetic, I believe him. But you know, that's such a that's such a parent, I was going to say a dad sort of thing, but that's unfair to all the moms. That's such a parent sort of thing. You can't handle it? Don't want it all? Okay, I'll do it. I do it. That's what I do. Raise kids. Right. It's a lot of work, and that's right. what I do. Yeah. So, I thought Boy, that was a heck of a of, statement. Speaking of ideological lockstep on college campuses, we have a, uh, a fine, sprawling tsunami of wokeness report coming up later in the show. It will shock you. Awesome. I think we should start the show officially because the opening clip is going to take us in a direction. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On the, This is uh, Wednesday, July 27th, the year 2022. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Oh, and while I'm thinking of it, speaking of clips, there was a clip that we featured prominently yesterday that we underappreciated because we were missing a handful of the facts. Okay. Our clip of the day yesterday was even crazier than we thought. Oh, wow. So... Stay with us if you can. If you can't, grab the podcast later. I'm strong and getting on demand. All right, let's begin officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go, leaping into action at Mark. We're not going to be in a recession, uh, in my view. Look, our focus is on trying to improve economic circumstances in this country. That's what we are focused on, and I, that's what all of our policies are designed to do. Okay. Well, know. that was the wrong clip. That was certainly not Yeah, what we had discussed in the meeting beforehand. Uh, but the the clip we were uh, talking about from earlier was a prominent economic person saying, no, this recession is not going to be mild. This is going to be huge and long and deep and brutal. 
Which perhaps um, a clip forty-seven is actually available to us now, Michael? Is that playable? Mm-hmm. We're not going to be in a recession. Uh, my same view. thing. That's the same thing. So they mislabeled again. But anyway, <laughs> the the point being that maybe, and I I, I actually thought of this myself. Maybe I'm being a little too uh, sanguine about the whole recession thing. Like I said yesterday, I've lived through a bunch of them. I don't even remember them really. They haven't left a mark, but. That doesn't mean this one's going to be like that. And there's a lot of really weird uh, economic indicators, like lots of weird ones. Yeah, I would agree. I guess I'm kind of agnostic on this question. I've I've got my feet at shoulder width, leaning slightly forward at the waist, uh, balls of my feet, as uh, Jim Harbaugh taught me, uh, because I just... You know, as a, a student and fan of studying history, you know, every economic crisis has had moving parts and uncertainty and not wildness. Not like this, though. Nothing, well, nothing that's, has that's ever been... That's the modern conceit, conceit, Jack. No, it's not. That is the fact. Get your, nothing get has your ever been like this. straight, Jack. Nothing. Every single thing is a record. The stock market being up is a record. The unemployment on the low end is a record. The unemployment on the high end is a record. The housing prices going up so fast is a record. Everything there is are a record. Always land wars in Europe. Oh, that's right. There hasn't been one in like eighty years. Yeah, that, you know, but yeah, and then those outside uh, influences. The government has never pumped this kind of money into the economy before. Ooh, that's so, a good one. There's so many things going on that are extraordinary. So why wouldn't we have some sort of an extraordinary result? I hope we don't. And if you're not agnostic on it, you know you're a liar because who? Nobody knows what's going to happen, but. Sure. I think assuming that is going to be kind of mild, we'll be over it in a little bit and won't be mid. It's probably not the best attitude I should have. Because who freaking knows? Back to my Jim Harbaugh trained readiness position. I am ready for, uh, I feel like, emotionally, intellectually, a wide range of of things happening. I mean, a wide range. Uh, Because as you indicate, it's just so wild right now. Yeah. Well, you know, we did the story the other day about the big car lot in the Detroit area, like a lot of car lots around the country, GM dealership that usually has several hundred cars and has like 25. Yeah. You know, all these different things that are just like when well, still going to the target and there's bare shelves on various uh, various aisles for various things that never happened in my life. So I don't know. Luckily, he says, tempting the fates, it seems like the whole pandemic thing is on the downside. Sure seems like it. Uh, CNN without with a poll in just the last few minutes. We'll probably dig into that later. Um, I'm going to put out a poll. Are there too many polls? Yes or no? Asking Democrats whether Joe Biden should run in 2024. 75% say no. Of his own party. Wow. <laughs> you know, I was watching Special Report with Brett Baer, as I do every night last night, and they had their uh, their, their Democratic uh, person on the panel, because unlike MSNBC and CNN for years and years, they don't march in lockstep. They have different opinions that they throw around. And the Democratic strategist actually said with a straight face, Joe Biden is running for re-election, and I'll be supporting him. And I thought, Brett, you got to call her on that. You gotta say, look, the guy's 105 years old and he can't remember where his shoes are. He's not running again, but she she said it with a straight face, playing or, that game. Or just say 75% of the voters in your own party, all of the young people, don't want him to. Isn't that? Well, an, the numbers go up, they go down, Jack. I that isn't that an issue? They don't go down less this far. So, uh, also tease this, something that we got to late in the show and I thought turned into a really interesting conversation and we can revisit again early. The idea of putting pronouns on your 
cover letter for your resume or your application for a job or however it works in your industry, putting your pronouns on there, does that help you get the job or keep you from getting the job? Mm-hmm. I'm basing this around a conversation I'd had with somebody who lives in the university world where apparently that's omnipresent, and I think most universities it's mandatory. Um, and uh, I brought up, uh, I just brought up the idea of, man, I think in the private sector, a lot of bosses, you get the pronouns. Well, first of all, the university person said, doesn't everybody do that? And I said, I think it's a lot closer to nobody than everybody, if it had to be in one direction or the other Yeah, in the private sector. And I said, I think a lot of the times, maybe most of the time, it does you more harm than good. It makes bosses think, oh, this is going to be a problem. Maybe not. Well, and the Whether that's fair here, or not, I'm not saying, but. I think the headline, and I say this with no animosity, I don't know the person involved or anything like that, but you're talking about uh, a university in Northern California. Um, I would suggest that in Northern California in general, it's much closer to nobody than everybody. It's not nobody who used the pronouns, but it's closer to nobody than everybody. Uh, California writ large, it's way, way closer to nobody. And that's one of your most progressive states in the union. You talk about the United States as a whole or the developed world as a whole, it's it's freaking nobody. You're right. But on university campuses, and I'm making some presumption here, presumptions here, but an intelligent person of good conscience and curiosity about the world has been led to assume it's everybody. Everybody's doing it. That's yes, the headline. You're right. That is damned interesting. I don't want to so be here. I don't want to <laughs> be I don't want to be that off base of what most of the country is doing. Right. I don't feel like that does me any good. If I was that Indeed. wrong. If I turned out it was the reverse. It's like, no, Jack, almost everybody does that. I know that's not true, but Anyway, more on that coming up in a little bit, because we got a ton of texts and stuff from people who are in the hiring positions of whether or not how they look at an email, cover letter, or whatever application that has the pronouns in it. We can get to that. Our text line, uh, how's mailbag look? You know, it's like a cheese pizza, Jack. It's not fantastic, but it's, it's quite good. <laughs> text line is 415-295-KFTC. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We forgot to mention we're featuring Yacht Rock all day long today for some reason. Oh, yeah, that's right. There was a story out yesterday, the increase in super yachts in the world. We started talking about Yacht Rock, which is its own category music that I don't have any idea how it came to be or why it is, because most people don't have yachts. But you just there's songs that you you hear them and you think oh yeah that's yacht rock <laughs> why I don't yes. know yes you know I've been studying yacht rock playlists and I believe as uh, one of America's leading musicologists amateur division uh, I I can describe to you what it is mm. and what it is not most importantly that was Michael McDonald and or the Doobie Brothers uh, a prominent in yacht, yacht rock world for some reason. Oh, they're one of the uh, kind of the uh, Mount Rushmore of Yacht Rock figures. <laughs> we'll have Yacht Rock all day long. So uh, put on your ascot and your little hat and enjoy the music. You know, I was born too late, I think, or earlier. I can't remember which. Um, you know, back in the day, I could have taught all sorts of phony baloney college classes. 
you know, on music and musicology and that sort of thing. But now with my politics, they wouldn't let they I'd be shot on sight just approaching the campus. The campus police would would take me down, tranquilize me at the very least. Here's your freedom loving quote of the day. Oh, whoops. Oh, there it is. Okay, put something on top of it. Uh, Sent along by Bob, uh, frequent correspondent, Sideshow Bob. It's from uh, John Rushing, who is a Marine Corps uh, uh, officer. And this uh, saying has achieved, you know, I, I looked into who he was to see, oh, was he the commandant or something like that? No, as far as I could tell, he was just an officer, but he said something so eloquent and right that many, many Marines have embraced it. And here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. In the simple moral maxim the Marine Corps teaches, do the right thing for the right reasons. No exception exists that says, unless there's criticism or risk, damn the consequences. Mm, that's pretty good. Do the right thing for the right reasons. No exception exists that says unless there's criticism or risk. Damn the consequences. Hmm. I like that. Keeps it simple. Mailbag. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. It's almost as good as the one from yesterday. It was basically success requires effort. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Success is dependent on effort. Sophocles. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I like that Marine Corps saying so much, I may set that to a little soft rock and hope people listen to it on their yachts this summer. Uh, let's see. Are we back to normal yet? Writes uh, Mike. Weren't you guys just uh, commenting on how we haven't had one of these articles in a while? Sure enough, the article, Mega Millions Jackpot Reaches X. Mm-hmm. That's true. That is a bit of a sign of... They can't. It, they can't flog us with COVID anymore. There are no missing Malaysian jets. There's way, way, way too much Trump news. But oh my God, uh, yeah, Mega Millions at eight hundred some million dollars. We'll have the latest on that. That is the latest on that. There is no Powerball. That's right, Grandpa. And this is a perfect tie-in. Actually, uh, here's a different Mike who sent us uh, uh, sent along this cartoon. Uh, it's a news director frantically addressing his minions in the newsroom. The bad news is that there is no bad news today, and it's a huge threat to our station. We don't have an audience if we don't have any scary reveals. What can we come up with? Maybe, I don't know, contagious earthquakes. Let's be creative, folks. Contagious earthquakes. That's funny. Uh, Matt in beautiful Macomb, Illinois, uh, your RBF solution, Jack, your resting biatch face. Paper plate, rubber band, a Sharpie. You got yourself any face you can draw, sir. And in case you haven't noticed, masks are in right now. Mm. <laughs> the paper plate mask. A classic. Uh, <laughs> Paolo says, uh, glad but not surprised to hear Joe seems to be on the, uh, on the mend. Adding to the COVID antiviral confusion is uh, uh, Forbes headline, COVID patients should take an antiviral even if they don't have symptoms, study finds. My doctor and his staff just told me, no, if you're more or less on the mend, don't don't take Paxlovid. It, it has side effects and how, most of our patients didn't like it. How would you know Who you had freaking knows? How would you come to know you have COVID if you don't have symptoms anyway? I wouldn't. If you're one of these uh, compulsive test takers in mm. lefty America, maybe I guess, who takes them constantly before you go to the park. Uh, he mentions the title sounds a bit more definitive than I felt after reading it, but I guess that's one more data point. Yeah, that's a good point. Headlines are often so misleading. Uh, let's see. Ryan, uh, pronouns. I think having pronouns in your cover letter is a different side of the same coin as showing up to an interview in a MAGA hat. Mm. Interesting thought. We'll have more of your thoughts coming up in a moment or two. Yeah. Does it help you or hurt you to put pronouns in your cover letter or your job application email? 
And are you in the hiring process? You can text us, 415-295-KFTC. A lot of stuff to talk about today. Economic news, space news, all kinds of stuff. If you missed an hour, grab the podcast. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, I'm running down the road trying to loosen my load. I got seven women on my mind. The consensus view is becoming that. Uh, Hard landing is likely as opposed to a soft landing, but now people say, well, be short, shallow, mild, plain vanilla, you know, garden variety. I I beg to disagree. I think there are many reasons why we're going to have a severe recession and a severe debt and financial crisis. Debt ratios are at historically high, 420% of GDP in advanced economies and rising. Lots of zombie corporation, household, government, financial institutions were bailed out during COVID. This time around, we're tightening the monetary policy. During the 70s, we had stagflation, but debt ratios were low. After the GFC, we had a debt crisis, but the inflation was falling, deflation, because it was a demand shock and you had a credit crunch. This time we have stagflationary negative aggregate supply shocks right. and debt ratios that are historically high. And in previous recession, like the last two, with massive monetary and fiscal easing, this time around, we're going to go in recession by tightening monetary policy. We have no fiscal space. Does this so ever the end? idea is going to be short and shallow. Does this ever end? It's a um, yeah, that's like your opinion, man. So that's some economist on Bloomberg yesterday saying it's going to be a severe financial crisis, and it's just the first time I've heard anybody kind of say that. And, uh, you know, that's certainly got to be on the table. Anyway, should probably factor that into my buying decisions. 
<sighs> By the way, uh, it hurts me that that Eagles song is considered yacht rock, but it certainly. Oh, that's uh, no, certainly... no, 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 no. You know what? I wondered if you might go there, or others might. While the term yacht rock is humorous and somewhat judgmental, yes. slightly, yes. <laughs> That does not indict all songs that are yacht rock ready. It, it's it's complex. That's why you need me, an amateur musicologist, to explain yacht rock to you, and we will do that coming up. You know, you there know. are many, not only good but great songs that fit into the yacht rock marina, if you will. Oh, I would agree. I would say when I was looking at the list of uh, best yacht rock songs, many of them I like all of them. I don't think there was one on there that I don't love. But also the idea of like some of my cherished favorite songs being dug by rich 60-year-olds on their yacht. It just takes some of the fun out of the cool song. I don't know why. <laughs> on a mega yacht. What was the term yesterday? More mega yachts. Giga yachts. Giga yachts have been sold yes. in the last couple of years than uh, just mega a, yachts. <laughs> exponential a mega yacht. <laughs> exponential growth in giga yachts, which is a yacht over 250 feet, I think. So like longer than a football field. So we got on this topic, and I, I can tell you how. Uh, in a conversation with some people, there was a uh, high-level university person there talking about something came up around somebody applying for a job and how the, their pronouns were something or other. And, uh, and, and I said, because that still strikes me as unique, because um, I'm not used to it. I don't live in a world where I come across that a lot. And I said... Um, Put their pronouns in their uh, cover letter, okay? And uh, the person said, doesn't everybody? And I said, boy, I don't think everybody does. I don't see cover letters because I'm not in a hiring position, but my my sense is that in the, uh, probably unfair to call it real world versus the university world, but in the private sector. Oh, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) It's not everybody. In fact, it's very few people. And so, pretty surprising to the university crowd that it's uh, it's not omnipresent out here in the private world. So, I throw it out there. If you're in a hiring position anywhere out there, um, pronouns in a cover letter or application email or anything like that, does that help or hurt? I'm in the broader education field, so this is back to education. About 50% of applicants have pronouns in their cover letter. So, even in the education field, it's 50%, which is far from, doesn't everybody do it? Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, My kid works in theater. In that profession, you're expected to announce your pronouns. That's not surprising. Uh, As a small business owner, says this person, I would hard pass on anyone that signed off on their pronouns. I have enough problems making payroll each week without dealing with that. Okay. Just point passing along all these points of view. Uh, It wasn't pronouns, but I had a guy who mentioned he was a vegetarian in his cover letter. I passed on him. So I'm I'm, I'm guessing that's not, it's not that I wouldn't hire a vegetarian. That'd be crazy. But I don't know about somebody who announces they're a vegetarian in their cover letter. (laughs) Please, folks, we all understand. That is announcing something. And it's not vegetarianism. It's that they're going to be a pain in the hiney. How about this one? I'm an HR director for a large organization in the San Francisco Bay Area, and I admittedly shy away from pronoun warriors when hiring. I mean, if if there are people in the Bay Area who shy away from it, what's it like for cattle ranchers in Oklahoma? (laughs) Right, right. Uh, I absolutely would not hire someone with pronouns. On their cover letter, said this person. Here's another one. This This is someone who is actively disengaged. A... 
uh, a thing that we discussed several years ago when we became aware of it. There are good employees, there are bad employees, and then there are people who are actively disengaged who go out of their way to try to hurt the company they work for. They hate it there so much. Saboteurs. This is that person. I work for a Florida-based Fortune 500 corporation that I hate, so I specifically hire those pronoun nuts. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is funny. Wow. Resume, uh, no, this is a different one. Resumes with pronouns go in the garbage. Um, yeah, my name is Joseph. Uh, if you can't figure out my pronouns by the fact that my name is Joseph and I have whiskers, uh, you're too dumb to, for me to work for. Uh, another one, I absolutely would not hire anyone who specified their pronouns. Here's a different one. As a business owner and a hiring official, if I see woke on a resume, uh, I say you're broke. <laughs> okay. Woke broke. Um you know, and uh, admittedly, I fully, fully recognize this is sort of a self-selecting by people who listen to our radio show, and you're probably more likely to text if you agree with me slash us, but um, we got quite a few of them. I'm a civil engineer in the private sector, and the only pronouns and email signatures are government envir- and environmental firms, nobody else. Government. I have seen that in a fair number of government correspondence. I thought this was interesting on many levels. On LinkedIn, we got several people pointing out it's it's quite common on LinkedIn. On LinkedIn, about 50% of users have their pronouns on their profile. You know why that is? Because they're posting something that is going to be broadly seen, and everybody's got the perception that, oh, this is a thing that everybody is doing. But that's what that's what I'm asking. How close is the perception to reality when it comes to getting hired? Is this something you need to do? My my sense is it's not something you need to do. Here's another one. I'm a hiring manager. If I see your pronouns, I will not read the rest of your resume. Also, I had two people quit on me last week because they were afraid to answer the phones. I don't want to hire young people at all. Wow. Wow. You know, on sort of kind of that topic, we got this note from Mark who says, uh, he, he deals with the pronoun thing, then he says, guys, an attitude. And he's talking about, uh, and there are quite a few uh, options these days, but if you detect an attitude in the uh, resume or cover letter, an attitude can take down two or three in a team. Uh, turned on management, nothing got done. It seems like the people most aggressively pushing this nonsense have little, if any, experience in surviving the jungle of life that is the private sector. Students, academics, politicians, etc. The untouchables. It trickles down, but that gets me back to the point about the attitude. Regarding corporate America, I have a friend in management for a mid-sized marketing company, a little skewed to the artsy side of culture. He said HR is like tiptoeing through a minefield the last few years. He likes his pronoun people, but the tension of zero tolerance for any perceived defense from higher-ups dings productivity constantly. What's that thing about cats and rocking chairs? <laughs> oh, you know, and I left out the, the my, my, my feelings on this. Uh, Don't wh- leave out your feelings. It's not that I think um, somebody who puts pronouns in their cover letter is automatically, you know, someone I wouldn't like or anything like that. I just think they could be a problem. They're going to complain about things that aren't core to what we're trying to do here. That's it. Yeah, they might be the cat in the room full of rocking chairs, imaginary rocking chairs in the case of a lot of your 
you know, woke folks, they will look constantly for offenses. Now, it could be, and this is inf- unfortunate, it could be that the person listening their, uh, their pronouns is just thinking, this, this is the convention these days. They keep telling me to do it here at college, so I'll do it. Uh, and it, it, I, that kind of makes my heart hurt that that person might get passed over. But if it's not a red flag, it's a yellow flag that you might be the sort of person who's constantly looking to be offended. Maybe that's the and, way to put it. And yeah. trust us, in private enterprise, depending, well, in 90% of business, especially right now, there ain't no slack to be taken up with people who, walks around, with people who walk around whining about perceived offenses. We're all busting our butts. That might have been the better way to put it. Is that a non-hire thing or is it just a red flag? I guarantee it's a red flag for the majority of hiring situations. And well, but but how how long does it stay that way? Where is it 10, 15, 20 years from now? If everybody at a university is doing it to the point that people in the university think doesn't everybody do it? Then they're going to be shocked when they go out into the private sector. Um uh eventually all those people will go on to the private sector and do it because they're under the belief that everybody does it, so eventually it becomes a thing, doesn't it? Uh, that is the trend, yes. Whether it sticks or not is difficult to say. I'm old and bitter enough to have seen various crazes come and go, various trends, True. various business practices. Uh, it'll be interesting to observe. I kind of hope not. Uh, I hope it doesn't stick, but who knows? And uh, I passed over several texts that we got from people who have quit their jobs because their university, government, whatever, Nonprofit was demanding that, and they're on the older end, and they thought, you know, now now's my time. You know, time has passed me by. So several people have quit their jobs. I mentioned a friend of mine who left his great university job because of that he just thought, you know, I'm I'm just not doing this. Maybe you think that's ridiculous, but people are doing it. So on a different topic, there's some big news out of Washington D.C. Believe it or not, some news worth paying attention to. But the way it's being reported really displays it. it reveals something about our nation's media that I think is important. I like the sound of that. And that new CNN poll that we mentioned, we ought to dig into a little bit. 75% of Democrats in the new CNN poll don't want Biden to run in 2024. So almost half. That's incredible. Stay with us. True international average of pressure. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Yacht rock all day long today for some reason. Really digging it. Loving it. Love me some yacht rock. (laughs) (sighs) Seals and Crofts at no extra charge there. Summer breeze, everybody here on your soft rock Armstrong and Getty hit station. Uh, the executive producer Hanson, perhaps you would kill your cue speaker, which is echoing through the entire system. System, system, <laughs> system, system. Today, I consider myself elf, elf. Ah, uh, so of considerably uh, less charm than yacht rock was the tape we played for you yesterday of the the uh, nice lady in the San Pedro area of L.A. reacting to a local shooting in a park. Something like that would happen on a Sunday afternoon. Well, when you dealing with different hoods. What do you expect? Because it's the weekend, and I don't know. I can't speak for everybody else, but I'm from Santana Block Crip, so it's going to do what it do. Yeah, well, we didn't have the complete story uh, connected to that clip. Two people were killed and six more wounded in that shooting at Peck Park in the greater L.A. area, including that woman's adopted son. Wow. He was one of the people killed, or at that point hurt, I believe. Place clip 14. Well, I hope your adopted son is okay, that you're able to get a hold of him. Yeah, I heard that he passed. Yeah. Hopefully that's not true, but it is. I'm so sorry. Thank you very much. Wow. Yeah. yeah. She had heard that he passed. And kind of seems to have an attitude of just the cost of doing business with life in uh, the modern world. Because, you know, you come from somebody else's block to this block, people are going to die. That's uh, it, It's going to do what it do. That's, man, yeah. that's a different way to look at life. Whew. Yeah, there were more than 500 people in the park at that time, many for an unpermitted car show. Um uh, dispute between two parties, not a random attack. Police said it's unknown if this is a gang-related incident. Uh, it's a gang-related incident. <laughs> Maybe they don't have proof yet, but so anyway, that good Lord. Her attitude was, hey, it's the way it goes, even as her adopted son lay dead. Wow, that's not the way we roll in my hood. On a totally different topic. I thought this was interesting. It was a Washington Post story. It was not analysis. It was a news story by some of their best-known reporters. Uh, The story is about the first major drug prescription legislation in in more than 20 years. More than $50 billion subsidizing computer chip manufacturing and research. And a bill that would enshrine protection for same-sex marriage. Now, depending on how you individually view those things, I think uh, most people would think at least, you know, two or three of those, maybe all of them, are like really good or really interesting or policies that we ought to know more about. 
we haven't been talking much. I mean, we've touched on the computer chip thing. I don't think we've mentioned the prescription drug thing. I'm not even sure I've heard what it is. The gay marriage thing, we're all fairly familiar with. It's a reaction to the Supreme Court deal, blah, blah, blah. But the point of the Washington Post story is not an explainer or a what do you think of this. The headline is Biden poised for big wins in Congress. After a turbulent stretch in which much of President Biden's legislative agenda seemed to be foundering, foundering, the president and his party may be on the cusp of significant wins in Congress that the White House hopes will provide at least a modest political boost. Okay. I, yeah. So not a crumb of substance. Well, I was going to use a sandwich metaphor. A crumb refers to the bread. Not a speck of meat. Of the substance of these laws, just all the bread of politics, right? And we're, yeah, exactly. Hey, my team moved the ball down the field another yard or two for my team, uh, but what 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 it's about doesn't matter. No analysis there. Yeah, well, I know that's the way politics is for a lot of people. For a lot of y'all, it's just you know, if somebody if somebody's forced out. From the other team, we move the ball further down the the, the field. Right. So it doesn't matter if it has any effect on my life or not. It's a win for well, our side. Well, and I swear to God, these days, I mean, if, 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 I don't know, a Republican administration managed under its watch to cure cancer, you would have the Kamala Harris's of the world and, and the angry children marching on university campuses. No fascist cure for me. No fascist cure for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, it's just so crazy and angry. Oh, I've read really interesting pieces, an editorial by a guy by the name of Brian Catalyst, whose work I don't know, but it was all about America's catharsis culture problem, that all we have now in our public discourse is animal bellowings of emotion. And and nobody ah! has any time to, like, discuss pros and cons or try to convince me of their point of view. Or, Joe, here's the flaw in your thinking. Or at least here's something you might want to think about. No, it's all about, oh, you're a fascist. Oh, you're a communist. Oh, I'm angry. Oh, Trump. No Trump. Well, yeah, that's why I've been saying for a while. I'm, I'm really trying to get away from partisan anything into policy. Do I like this policy or not? And why? Because, uh, man, once it becomes a partisan thing, the conversation's over. Uh, which which side is on the side of this is good or bad? Then I'll tell you how I feel about it. It's not a way to look at policy. So uh, to the policy, the most politically resonant, they say, is the bill to let Medicare negotiate drug prices, a hugely popular idea Democrats have been pursuing for 20 years. It would let Medicare negotiate prices for 10 drugs in 2026 and 10 more in 2029, which is odd, forbid drug companies from raising prices faster than inflation and cap Medicare recipients out-of-pocket costs for prescription drugs at $2,000 a year. Now, that last uh, provision is a purely political decision based on you know, the, the the safety net and redistribution of income and has nothing really to do with drug companies. The other stuff is going to be interesting to see how, how it unfolds. You are, you are capping prices and, and manipulating prices through government action. I am the first to admit, however, that big pharma is not to be trusted. The balance between life, death, profit, R&D, that whole stew is complicated. Uh, and... and it's a heavy, heavy issue. The idea that people can't afford their insulin, therefore, you know, they don't get enough insulin and they die prematurely because the insulin companies or whoever has the patent or whoever has the biggest plant decided to quadruple their prices. That stuff, that, 
That's tough. It's complicated. I admit it. The Fed is expected to jump up the interest rate today by about 0.75, which is tied with the biggest rate jump in 30 years, although small compared to back in the 80s. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit later and where that gets us with the current interest rate. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.